Welcome to the Steve Reads His Post podcast. For those of you who are too busy or too lazy to actually read my post, I've taken on the huge effort of reading them to you. Enjoy. Dynamics 365, paper is rock and scissors. It should be news to no one that Microsoft's business solutions are exploding with new capabilities by the minute. An enormous amount of money and effort is being brought to bear to push the envelope, raise the bar, and then raise it again. The advancements have been nothing short of incredible, but one thing is not kept up with the pace. Trusting. One thing that Microsoft has always been is trusting, even in the on-premise days, for which many are still today, but that's another story, customers would sign a volume licensing agreement. In that agreement, the customer would obtain the right to install 500 licenses of Office, for example. This is what we call a paper license. In fact, with that volume licensing key, they could install a thousand copies, but the deal was that they would not. It was a trust thing. Call it the honor system. This honor system concept has no doubt cost Microsoft billions of dollars over the decades in uncollected revenue. Even though it eventually spawned the software asset management process, the honor system is hardwired into the corporate culture. Honor among thieves. The problem with honor is that not everyone is honorable. This honor system approach, of course, permeated the business solutions side of the house as well. No doubt Microsoft has been taken advantage of there also. The licensing layer. As the engineering and development team is firing off new capabilities like a Gatlin gun, the licensing team is charged with figuring out how much to charge for these things. Part of figuring out what something should cost is figure out what it is worth to users. Sometimes you come to the realization that not enough users will agree to your idea of value, so an accommodation is made for a lower price version. But in order to get that lower price, we'll exclude a few things. This would not be an issue if those things were actually excluded from the product for that license, but that would require the development team to stop all that envelope pushing and bar raising for a while and either build a specific version or somehow lock down the current one to comply with this lower price option. So instead, Microsoft will draft a document, paper license, outlining what you can and can't do with this particular license and rely on the historical honor system. But we've already determined that not everyone is honorable. Two types of thieves. I would assume that there are plenty of organizations that are knowingly and intentionally exploiting the honor system. They agreed to the restrictions on, for example, team member with their fingers crossed behind their back. I have no sympathy for them, but more often than not, the actual users of the products are not the people who bought them. Indeed, there is a document somewhere, uh oh, here it is, the Dynamics 365 Licensing Guide. It's pretty clear right there in Appendix A of this 52-page document what a team member can do. So who read this? Do the users have it? Most likely not. Looky what I can do. You're a user in your organization. You've been issued a team member license. Maybe IT explained a few things about what you can't do, and you're like, blah, 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 thanks. You go back to your desk and start to use the product. Wait a minute. I thought IT said I could not create an opportunity, but I certainly can. Hey, Dana, check this out. I can create an opportunity. Dana, I thought IT said we couldn't. IT is a bunch of morons. They don't even know how the product works. Make sure we tell everybody. We'll do. And just like that, this organization is in severe breach of the terms of their licensing. Who is responsible? 
It's kind of contracts 101. When you go to buy a new car and sign the loan document, who's responsible for payment and maintaining insurance? You are. Granted, you signed a three-foot-long document that you could touch, feel, and leave with a copy of. In the online world, these documents usually sit behind a hyperlink under an agree-to-terms checkbox. Regardless, the customer is ultimately responsible for making sure their users are not using things in a way they're not supposed to, even if there is nothing more than an online document somewhere preventing it. The lack of technical locks places a huge burden on the customer. Microsoft understands this and efforts are underway to provide these locks for the first time. Customers should breathe a sigh of relief, but will it be that smooth? Another snake in the woodpile. Most partners are up to speed and take great lengths to ensure that their customers understand the limits, but a few are actually co-conspirators. Some partners would be happy to engage with a customer who plans to explicitly violate the terms of the agreement. I won't tell if you don't tell. Even worse, I have heard of some partners who knowingly sold customers restricted license without letting the customer in on the rules. I have no sympathy for either of these partners, although I do feel for the unknowing customers. Today, with CSP, the partner is selling the license to the customer. There isn't even a checkbox. The customer is oblivious. Who's responsible there? I would have to assume that the customer would get a pass on their past use, but now they know. A rude awakening. Let's assume that Microsoft was going to spend the technical bandwidth to build locks on everything. For those in compliance, it means nothing. But for the knowing and unknowing thieves, that shall be significantly disruptive. Hey, Dana, I can't create an opportunity. Must be a bug. Are you able to? Nope. While we're all creating opportunities, what do we do? Here's what you do. You either stop creating opportunities because you can't anymore, or you upgrade your licenses so you can. How much more is the license I need to create opportunities? Minimum of 8x. WTF. Seeing as Dynamics 365 is already significantly cheaper than Salesforce.com, you should not have expected that your cost would be an eighth of that. A soft hammer. Microsoft is not an evil empire. They have known for decades that paper is not enough. They share some responsibility here. It's like I lent you my car to go to the store. I guess it's partly my fault for not specifying that I'm in a store in my state. So I expect that when the time comes, everyone will have been given way more time than necessary to get into compliance. Although I, for one, will not bat an eye if they decided to smash the intentional thieves and co-conspirator partners right out of the gate. Users up, revenue down. Imagine if Microsoft could snap their fingers and instantly have everyone in the world paying for what they're using. There's probably a higher ROI on that than anything else they could do. But clearly, some users will ultimately be lost. The thieves will cancel immediately, and even some of the unknowing will have to cancel when they can't pony up the 8x. The few partners who built a business around this scheme will fold up their tents. Knowing Microsoft, they will provide an easier path for the unknowing customers to get into compliance than having their cost octupled immediately, but most will stay with the platform that they have now adopted. For some of their users, compliance will not be an issue. For others, they will upgrade to the proper license. At the end of the day, I expect Microsoft's revenue to be up as a result, which is one more reason they should take care of this sooner rather than later. My advice to customers, review the licensing agreement, then review your use of the product. If those two things are out of sync, fix it now while you have the time to do it in an orderly fashion. 
So when the time comes, your business will not be disrupted. In fact, you'll not feel a thing. If you're not sure, contact us and we'll help you sort it out.